Hi, this is Liz, and welcome back to my podcast, Spiritually Speaking with Liz. In this episode, I'm continuing to talk with Becky. In the last episode, we talked with her about being a cacao carrier. And in this episode, we continued talking about how she holds sacred circles. Becky is a yoga teacher, a Reiki practitioner, a circle facilitator, a cacao carrier, and has nearly finished her training to become a shamanic practitioner. So welcome back, Becky. Hello. Hi. Can't wait for this one. This time, well, I wanted to ask you, because I'm not, again, I've seen it on your Instagram with all your photos and your little description about the sacred circle, but what is a sacred circle? Oh, okay. So a sacred circle, to me, is uh, a sacred space. And the reason I call it sacred is that um, it is a space that where women come and sit, where we open the space by inviting in the ancestors and elements and Mother Earth and Grandmother Moon and all the beauty that is above us and around us. Um, and it's it's a held space um, by each and every woman who sits in that circle. So for somebody who doesn't know, what does held space mean? Okay, that's a very good question. So, so a held space is somewhere where you can sit and feel comfortable with the fact that you, because a, because a sacred circle is somewhere where you speak your truth or you tell your story, or we might have a theme around letting go and maybe it's what you need to let go of. So a held space is a space where you feel comfortable enough to be able to tell your story. Now you don't have to speak in sacred circle because you might be new to it and you might arrive and think that you have to speak. You don't have to speak. The only thing you need to speak is your name and just introduce yourself just so the circle knows each other. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that by being held, it, it's more, I don't really like to use the word safety because I think that's a really personal um, way of saying it. I think I think it's just held as in, you know that you are a woman in a space who is able to speak her truth without judgment or opinion from somebody else. That's nice then, so they feel fully supported, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, supported, that's the word. How did you discover sacred circles? What makes you host them? Oh, well, this is, it's, it's a very interesting and funny story. Well, might not be interesting, but um, I, uh, I felt really called to sit in circle, which is really strange because throughout my life, um, I've never felt like I belonged in a, with women. Mm -hmm. And that's my own, that's coming from me. Not all my lovely friends are up there, but I've always felt uncomfortable and um, slightly on edge. Mm -hmm. um, when I gather with women and so to be called to sit in circle with women was really strange and I remember going to my first and it was a red tent that I went to and I was taken by a lovely lady whose children I used to teach yoga to and we went together and we arrived and I was totally out of my comfort zone this was at the very beginning of the journey that I embarked on to find who I am um, but there's always a start, isn't there? Yeah. So we arrived and we went and there was women and there was a woman with a baby and she was breastfeeding and, and then women kept joining and we all sat in a circle 
and we held this it's like a basket and you had to hold it over your womb and say your name well for me that was a bit like oh <laughs> what, where am I but you know you can't just leave so I was like I'm Becky and uh, I don't really know what to say and so I'm I passed it on yeah, yes exactly <laughs> and uh, so that was my first experience uh, and that was like oh and so I then didn't go to the another one for a while <laughs> But then where I live, there was another circle held by a lovely woman who actually now comes to my circles. She's, it's really interesting how it works. Um, and I went to that one a few times and that was really beautiful, but it was really interesting. So I learned lots of new things, mm-hmm. but still I felt like I was on the edge. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't immerse myself in, in that sacred space. Um, but I knew that it was something that I needed to investigate. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to a woman's, a specific woman's circle again, but what I did do is I sat in circle. There's a beautiful place in the Lake District called Sunnybrow Farm, and that's where I truly stepped into who I am now, I think. Um, and she has a yurt, and we sat in the yurt, and obviously you sit in a circle. Mm-hmm. But these were courses or um, retreats Mm -hmm. so it didn't there wasn't any pressure it was we're going to lie in meditation we're going to do some movement but actually they're much much deeper so the more I went to these retreats at Sunnybrow the deeper I went I did my Reiki training with a lovely lady called Jane who's incredible Um, I did that at Sunnybrow and so that was the first time I felt like being with women in circle for me was safe okay so that was my own safety uh-huh. and I and I felt held and I felt I could express myself and these were women I didn't even know wow isn't that strange yeah it is and it isn't I think sometimes you can be a bit more vulnerable with people you don't know mm. because that there's no history there with you you don't yeah. know them yeah and there, and there was never any judgment mm. someone might come up to the end and say oh you were really brave or what a story and you might say the same something, but there was never anybody who said, oh, well, I wouldn't have done that. I would have, or I did this, all right. Mm. You know, it, it was just, it was like an unknown, not a rule, but an unknown, yeah, like I have to say rule, I suppose, that you you just didn't, just didn't yeah. do that. It's empowering, it's about empowering yeah, rather than it disempowering. Didn't, yeah, it didn't need to be said. It was, it was just, that was it. Um, so, yeah, so that was my kind of journey into circle. Okay. Um, but, yeah. And then so now you've led on to do your own. Would you say that doing your own, you've brought in elements from all the ones that you've done and sort of made it the wild way circle, so to speak. So it's unique to you. Yeah. And I think that's with every circle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you will find, if you're looking for a circle, you will find the one that's right for you. My circles are very ceremonial I have an altar in the middle, so I place a candle and each of the elements. And if we're doing about heart opening, I might put some roses or some rose quartz. <clears throat> and I feel like the altar is a place where everyone places their intentions for mm-hmm. that ceremony or that circle. Other pi- other places, you might go to a circle and they might just sit and tell stories of what's happened to them that week. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to be really deep and you don't have to go there and cry you know they can be full of joy as well so I've created so for me I have the women's circle 
and then I do also do a drumming circle which is amazing I love that so each woman has a drum a shamanic drum or rattle and we drink cacao first and then we drum our intentions into the altar and then we all just drum and there's no set tune or set beat we just drum and each and every woman in that circle expresses themselves through drumming so it's not you don't have to speak um it's just all about yeah expressing yourself through we use our voices whatever rises you might want to get up and move around you might want to stay you might want to just lie down and feel a vibration over you so that's the drumming circle and I've also just incorporated a creative circle which is really mindful because I love um, weaving and macrame and I find like tying knots is just so satisfying Mm -hmm. and then at the end of it you're like oh and if it's not that good it doesn't really matter but that's also another way in for women who don't really want to do the spiritual side of a circle So so it's more of a Let's sit in circle, we drink tea, we have some lovely herbal teas, we sit and we just create and we chat. And we chat about, oh God, I'm terrible at this. And then, you know, it, it's just... Yeah, it leads on to this. Yeah, it leads on to... Um, it's, there is still like a little ceremony. I do an opening meditation, so we're all grounded and everything. But it's more about creating something. And you can go home and you can be proud of it. And I love that I think too. that's a good sort of way. It's like an intro level without yeah. putting it down. Yeah. So... A woman might come to that, do a bit of crafting, really enjoy the meditation. It's not been anything she's really done before and Mm. thought, actually, I quite like this. And then find out about the other circles that then are that progression to go deeper. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's how you would start. Mm. I think I was thrown in right at the deep end with a red tent. (laughs) I mean, at this red tent, we also made um, uh, fabric yonis as well. So, like, yeah, it was... uh, I was like, I don't even know what that is. It's a vagina. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay, on my wow. first one. So I was really thrown in. So just, what's the red tent, just so people know? I don't really know much about red tents, but I do know that hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, we used to go into, there used to be red tents in our communities, and that is where a woman would go when she was bleeding. And she would sit in there and with other women who were bleeding, mm-hmm. and they would tell stories, and it was more like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. So now the red tent isn't like that, but it but it is an honouring of a woman who is bleeding who and who is going or has. So you'd start a red tent when you on your first bleed. Mm-hmm. So it goes from your first bleed all the way through to when you've had your last bead and on, and then you become the wise woman. So um, yeah, a red tent is a place where you can again just be who you are. I'm not really sure of the what the difference is Mm -hmm. but I know that the history behind it and so there are lots of red tents out there right so they're they're held all over the country different people doing yeah right I have heard of them Mm. I've just I've never been to one to be honest what would you say the women that come to your circle why do they come do they just come to be with other women do they feel the call into it like you did is it a mixture I suppose it would be a mixture of everything Mm. isn't it so what what type of reasons will women come? I think firstly, women are very curious. Mm-hmm. But they also usually come with an open heart to just see what it's about. And if it's what they're looking for, then they will come back. And if it's not, then they don't. And that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's journey is different. The women come just to be heard. 
and to be listened to because I think in our society we talk but the person you're talking to might be thinking of the next thing to say yeah so when in um in the circles that I hold each woman has the opportunity to speak and if no one speaks there's just silence so it's it's sitting in the silence but I think women generally come to be heard and for me to be held in in just in this beautiful space that's created it's like a sacred space I yeah yeah it's it's, it's it, and it's incredible because afterwards there's there's almost like a release you know they walk out and they're like oh I feel so much lighter um or that was fun or all oh, that card that I that I pulled was ex- spot on you know it's exactly how I'm feeling I just think it's it's connection it's have it's it's a different way of women connecting yeah. So we're not sitting around a table having cups of tea and chatting. Mm-hmm. We're not um, going out for dinner and drinking or, or going out and dancing, whatever. It's, um, it's, a, it's a place where women can connect in a completely different way, probably like we used to. Yeah, well, exactly. Sitting around the fire. And mm. it's, I think it's a really amazing thing yeah. to do that, to bring women together because... It, it is sort of lost, isn't it? Or it's been taken over by um, either going out for a meal. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, no. Going out for a meal, going out for drinks, where you're not fully present, are you, in those? Yeah. You, you know, it's, it's a different level, isn't it, where this seems to be a lot deeper yeah. level. Yeah, it, it, it's deeper. And also, you know, I think that women get more out of it. But I also think it's it's a really daunting prospect of sitting in a circle. And it's not. It's being vulnerable, isn't it? It's totally vulnerable, and we don't do that. You know, as women, you know, we also have this witch wound, I suppose, that it's kind of called where um, when the witches were burned, women turned on each other, Mm. and they said horrible things about each other, and they blamed other people, and, oh, I'm not a witch, but I know who is. You know, that, and, and we carry that deeply within us. To this very day and by sitting in circle it's almost saying oh women are aren't women just beautiful aren't we you know can't when we sit together we can be wild and we can have fun and we can cry and immerse ourselves in the deepest emotions but also be held and it's just it's just kind of giving us that okay to trust mm-hmm. yeah which i think is being lost big time yeah okay. yeah and and be able to speak your truth because I think we're scared of speaking for sure our truth because for fear of what would happen. Yeah, fear of judgment. What will people yeah. think of me? Or... And that's a, a wound that we have as well. Mm. You know, we were always we've been told to be silent. Mm. Not not so much now, but you know, in the past. Oh no, don't you know the woman? She's in the kitchen. She doesn't speak. Or you know, or don't. It's it's awful. All of these things. Um, we hold these wounds, and you might not even know that you do it, but we do. Even as kids, though, I remember as a kid, it was, you know, it was always the be quiet when people came round, it was the be quiet, Mm. or, you know, you sit and observe, you don't, you know, good girls are quiet type thing. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, a good girl is quiet, and and you should be wearing, you shouldn't be wearing this, why are you wearing this? Mm. That's too short or too low, you should wear this, this will cover you up and then you'll be safe, it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, there is a lot of, yeah, the shoulds, yeah, a lot of shoulds. And it's not a, it's not a good. No, so it just, it just creates a space for women to voice that and just say, do you know what? This is who I am. This is who I want to be. Um, and uh, I 
why why can't I? And and it's a space for women to be able to voice that, voice their concerns about their everyday, about their deep history, about their wounds from ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful space to be held. It sounds it. So mm-hmm. where do you hold them? So I hold them in Harrogate. Mm-hmm. But I've also got a, I do at the Acorn Wellness Retreat as well, mm-hmm. near Brimham Rocks and Harrogate. Um, but then I've also got some online offerings, which will be coming soon. Ooh. Yeah, so that's then it's available to more people. Yeah. Um, and I think we're all used to Zoom or the equivalents now after COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, everyone knows. I haven't done anything online, so this is a big step for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there'll be, it won't just be one-off circles. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm planning on doing is doing longer so like four weeks or six weeks or maybe even three monthly circles so that the same group of women can create a community between them and long may that community last you know through whatsapp or zoom but it's I just think it's important that this the circle is held for longer yeah, no, I, I get that women. because yeah, because if it's the same people like a closed group, mm. so to speak, then you after the first couple, then people will relax and yeah, be able to share more. I would imagine than they would do in the first yeah. few. Yeah, where if there were different people coming in, then you might be a bit like mm, feel a little bit a bit more guarded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and and between each time, each ceremony or each circle, there'll be rituals sent out and. Mm-hmm meditations and a playlist you know so that you and there'll be a whatsapp group so you can mm-hmm. share nice. yeah. between you so yeah so that's my um future that sounds exciting yeah yeah, yeah it's gonna be good so i've noticed throughout the last conversation we had and this conversation that it's very much about ritual for you mm. why do you think that is where did that come from <sighs> oh you know I don't even know where it came from just presented itself it's just been there I remember when I did my teacher training and we had to do our uh, my yoga teacher training Mm -hmm. and we had to do our final presentation as a class so we had to teach our fellow participants our class and um I have always taught yoga in a circle as well so strange Uh, so I've never taught in lines I've always taught in some form of fan or a circle Mm -hmm. and um at that teacher training uh, final I I made an altar in the middle and I don't I don't really know I it was like almost I needed to have that mm-hmm. in there and then I've just learned through all of the um retreats and ceremonies that I've been to there's there's always been an altar and a connection and to the elements and to the earth like I said before so ritual to me is you can find it in every day it's 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 making a cup of tea, mm-hmm. um, but 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 really mindfully making that cup of tea. I love to offer back now, so it's something that's just come. So I'm asking through the, or I'm manifesting through the ritual, but then after the ritual, I will offer back to the earth and give my thanks, because I think that's really important, something that we don't really do. Mm-hmm. We don't give thanks to the food that we eat, the water that we have, where we walk you know the earth we walk upon so yeah offering back is really important to me as yeah, well okay. but yeah ritual is it's just, just there. well it's yeah it's obviously been ingrained in you and then yeah. these little threads yeah of just being pulling out and now you're making you're weaving this fabulous 
tapestry. Yeah, and it's becoming exactly and it, ways. and it takes me when I sit every morning with my cacao and my candles lit and my little altar, however it looks, it takes me to a place of complete and utter peace of oh, within myself. Wonderful. Yeah, and that is so yeah. that is just magical in itself, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and and, and from that if I can give that to other women to find that place, even if it is just making that cup of tea in the morning, it doesn't have to be all of the, mm-hmm. you know, the crystals and the candles and laying an altar out. It can just be lighting a candle as you turn the, you know, the kettle on, put your tea bag in and just breathing and feeling the earth beneath you and, and connecting to the outside. And I think if we can do that for other women, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that is gorgeous. It, it is, it's just finding that peace and then bringing that peace where you can throughout the day there's always going to be times where we're wobbled aren't we where oh, somebody yeah. pushes us but then if you can just breathe centre yourself come back to that yeah state of peace as quickly as you can yeah I mean sometimes it can be minutes hours days yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we always have to remember that we're human absolutely so you know walking into a circle you're going to have anxiety probably a bit of anxiety or fear or oh gosh what's happening you know we're human and we always always have to remember that first Mm. and foremost you know we can fly off to these peaceful spiritual places but actually but at the end of the day we live in a body on the earth and uh, if we can just bring little practices in then you know it makes life easier but you know we're still gonna get angry we're still gonna of course we're having the human experience. The oh, human yeah. experience is emotions, isn't it? So oh, yeah. it's about working with those and tempering them and harnessing yeah. them, I suppose. Yeah, which is, you know, why I hope that by by sitting in circle can give women that chance to just have a little piece of that for as no, long as they can. Yeah, no, that's lovely. And I think everybody needs that time out men women kids Mm. you all need that time away from your family away from being the mom the wife the sister the daughter to just being you the person yeah and we can get shrouded by by exactly those names Mm. you know by those names we put upon ourselves well i'm a mother or i'm a wife or i'm the you know i'm a daughter like you just said you know Mm. we we can those can just be surrounded as we find it difficult to find out actually who is Becky or you know who is Liz yeah um because we take on so much as well yeah yeah we really do mm. I've been distracted by this gorgeous stick over here <laughs> now I saw this on your Instagram post mm. and I will share this as but when I do pictures I will share this as the second picture because I love it and I loved what you put so can you so if I just describe it it's a beautiful natural stick that has been stripped of its bark looks very natural it's not in a straight line and throughout it there are tied pieces of wool and ribbon and glittery ribbon regular wool thicker thinner it's all different all different colors (laughs) so tell us what is it so I was gifted that stick by my daughter's friend who was only seven at the time and she gave it to me for my birthday and and I said oh what's it for and she said well you can hang you can hang it up because she put some holes in it and then she said you can dangle things off it and I was like oh I love it thank you so much and it was sitting there and I did my circle facilitator training and 
this stick had been there and 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 I knew that what I wanted most of all was was as like an altar where you put your intentions in a women's circle you pass around a stick mm-hmm. that's how it used to be I think um, Is that the talking stick? yeah the talking yeah. stick so that's from gosh from all different um, communities around the world there's a talking stick some people use a crystal some people use a stone um, and I had this stick so I thought actually that's really it's quite long but it's a really good stick and then like I said like the altar I wanted something to hold the stories of the women mm-hmm. so this stick gets passed around with a little pot of all the offcuts of my macrame and wool and threads and lace and things like that and as the woman is as the woman is speaking she takes the wool and kind of infuses her story into the piece that she's chosen and then it gets tied around the oh, stick beautiful. so this I see this stick in a in a museum <laughs> you know in years and years to it come it literally sings though yeah not you know it's not I don't hear that this can sound barking but <laughs> I don't hear so like they've spoken their story into it but it's at the side of me but it's kept as soon as I walked in it was yeah. in my island but then it's to the side of me but it keeps drawing me but it's it sings yeah it's it it's got real potent energy about it yeah. and I didn't actually think that was going to happen but the um now it now it and it has to be laid out it can't just be shoved in a bag somewhere oh. it has to be laid out it's a little rug guys <laughs> yeah, I, I will take a picture of it and how it is um and and all the women um where's the stick have you got the stick and some people maybe tell their story and depending on their story they'll look for a, the a thread that matches the you know the color of their story that's so nice yeah so um it's a it, nice release isn't it it's a nice yeah. letting go yeah and also women who've put their story on it before and maybe that story was um you know quite emotional and quite sad and then they come back and they tell another story which may be a, a happier story and it's they kind of have that sense of do you know what? I'm mo- you know I'm I'm moving forward mm. I'm I'm taking steps I can see it because they might be able to find that other thread that held the sadness of a story to the joy of a story it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like a complete story then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From start yeah, to end. Absolutely. No, oh, no, it's beautiful. Thank you. Well, again, thank you so much for joining me. Mm-hmm. I My really pleasure. enjoy our little chats. I will put in the show notes about how you can contact Becky for if you live in North Yorkshire, where her circles are held in North Yorkshire, and I will also put a link to her website where the upcoming Sacred Circles Online will be. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting. Yeah, really yeah. exciting. Mm. They're coming soon. So I've, I've got the cacao journey, which I talked about before, and then hopefully in November I will be putting on another, well, putting on a new circle online. Fabulous. I know, I'm really excited. I think it's really good. I can see it. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. Thank you for listening. And I will speak to you again with another exciting podcast soon.